Hello, party people. This is the Just Ideas podcast. My name's Andy. I'm with Andy, and these are Just Ideas. In today's episode, we'll tell you the difference between Dallas and Oklahoma City, Chicago and Los Angeles, and we'll even tell you which one of those cities might as well be a Velveeta block of cheese. McIntyre Jr. comes up to his dad one day and he says, Dad, exciting news. I just got five internship offers and they're all in five different cities. What city do you think is best? I got Dallas, I got Chicago, and so on. And he says, forget it, forget it. He interrupts him. He says, don't worry about the city. Just pick the job or the internship that's best. What do you think? Mr. Mackelback is as is, is, is bad as ever. It's bad as He's ever. He's got all this, uh, all this bad, bad advice for him. I'd say nothing matters more than the city. Really? Yeah. The city is the most important thing. And let me back it up a little bit, right? But putting together some of our themes that we've had in the past, a person is genetically predisposed to be some way. You have a personality. Sure. Right? You're, you're born with a little bit of the tape already in your head. Absolutely. Then you get the influences from what's around you. And then the third one is the self-talk that you tell yourself to try to control and affect that tape that's running there. So the middle one, which is what happens to you, is going to be tremendously impacted by which city you choose. Gotcha. So I have um, an example. There was a student that I had um, in the old days, and she had an opportunity to go to Asia and, and teach English. Very interesting. And she decided not to go. Huh. And she was from a small rural town in America, and she decided to marry her boyfriend and stay in this small town. Now, I've had a whole bunch of... T- I just had a TA meeting at my house here about a week ago, and I have a brand new TA, and she has a boyfriend. And I said, well, you're going to soon find that I'll tell you you need a new boyfriend. <laughs> and she's like, well, you just met me 15 minutes ago, and you've never met my boyfriend. How do you know... I need a new boyfriend. And I'm like, because anyone who's my TA, you can do better, right? <laughs> that, that's what the answer is. And, and so what happens is, right, you pick a boy, you pick a city, and certain things are going to happen to you because of the person you picked and the place that you're living. So if this young woman went by herself to Asia to teach English and then came back a year later, she is going to be a brave, self-assured woman who knows she can take care of herself it's gonna be a completely different kind of a guy who appeals to her a whole new class right and and she will have become worldly she will understand things it's gonna be a different world so the city you go to has things that are going to happen to you so if you go to ardmore certain things are going to happen if you go to new york city certain things are going to happen so to help our listeners <laughs> wait that was premature <laughs> i got to give a caveat because okay. in our pre-production meeting, everybody was whining, I'm going to get carried away. That's right. So have you noticed, young Andy, that no matter where anybody's from, they love that place? Oh, yeah. I was born and raised in Tulsa, Oklahoma, baby. You irrationally love Tulsa. Yeah. And if somebody were to say a bad word about Tulsa. I'm jumping down their throat. You jump down their throat. And here's what you would say. You don't know a damn thing about Tulsa, right? <laughs> that's, right. That, that's what they all say. Like, you don't know anything about Baltimore, right? Right. Well, nobody knows anything about anything. 
<laughs> like you think Tulsa's great, but you've never lived in Baltimore. Sure. You've never lived in Dallas. That's also true. You, you know, you visit these places, right? So nobody knows. Right. But there is an irrational love for where we're from. And of course, if you're a real listener, you know this sort of passionate emotional nonsense drives us off course from the cold, rational decision-making that you and I are selling. Right. So everyone's going to get their feelings hurt when I pick on their city. Okay. But since I'm the rational person, I'm telling the truth, so get on the bus. And remember, <laughs> if you disagree, it's only because of your irrational love. Every city has wonderful people. Every city has very nice parts. Sure. Right? But the question is, where does... Little Mackleback want to go. <laughs> whatever. His name's getting... It's going to be Nickelback in a minute. Nickelback. <laughs> it's just getting farther and farther away yeah. from whatever it was when we started. So I'm going to put cities into classes. Uh, first class cities, uh, New York City, no one else is in that class. New York City is in a class by itself. It's the Mecca. It's miles and miles of skyscrapers. Right. And... Uh, it's a world, like you start saying, what are the five most important cities on planet Earth? New York is one of them. It's oh, absolutely. one of the greatest cities on the planet, and there is no other city in America that comes, comes close. I've got, um, uh, I'm, I'm bouncing around a little bit, uh, under overrated cities, I've got Boston. Boston? Everyone but, loves Boston. Everyone loves Boston, but it's ridiculous to love Boston. Boston wants to be the rival of New York. They do. They, they just I mean, want to be the rival. They are the Washington Generals to New York. Oh, no. Right? That, that Tom Brady guy, yeah. who I now like better because he's playing at Tampa Bay. <laughs> and I don't know if, and, and, and there's the other reason is, did I tell you that I saw him kissing his 14-year-old son on the lips? Yeah, And that he made does me that. like him more? Really? Yeah, because it's such a weird thing for a guy with a supermodel who's a sports guy to do and to let it be filmed. It's like, wow, that's real stuff right there. That's a guy who isn't afraid to be emotional and connected and let that the whole world see it. I try to hate the guy. Bam, that shot me up. <laughs> you know what? No, I'm digressing. It's not the Super Bowls. It's the, yeah, the affection. It, yeah. So here's the thing. Since we got on this subject, like, I can't help. The reason I'm going to sell myself as rational is because I can't help what I like and don't like, and it changes, which proves I'm being rational. So I love the Pittsburgh Steelers for 35 years. Sure. Then, you know, Big Ben starts to start looking a little douchey. Then he does that <laughs> thing in the bathroom, yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then his tones kind of change. Then they had a couple other bad seeds. I, can't, I just can't like them anymore. Fair enough. So teams go up and down with me, depending on who's in it and what happens, which... I think has something to do with being rational about it instead of just emotionally attached to your team no matter what. Right. So anyway, let me, let me, let me, let me uh, come to the point. So everybody will get mad. Now, the thing is, let, let me ask you this. If we walk into a classroom of 300 people and somebody were bold enough to stand at the front and say, I think all of you people are stupid, which of the 300 people are going to get mad? All of them are going to get mad. No, not all of them. Another guess. The people that are rooted in what they think, they're going to get mad. The stupid ones. Okay, well, the there stupid you go. <laughs> ones are going to get mad, right? You tell a stupid person they're stupid, they're going to pop a cap in your ass, <laughs> right? You tell a smart person they're stupid, they're like, what's the matter with you? Yeah, fair so enough. So if you go to New York City and stand up in a bar and say, New York City sucks, 
everyone's going to look up and go back to their drink. Yeah. yeah. Now, Uh-oh. there are places you can go. Ardmore? I, I think you're going to be dead. <laughs> if you get right? up on a bar top in Ardmore and say, Ardmore sucks, there's a riot. I think you're going to be, you're going to be, you're going to have some, uh, some scars after that one. <laughs> okay. Right? Yeah. So the worse the place is, the angrier the people are going to be. That's fascinating. Think about it. Second class city, Chicago only. Okay. Right. It's, it's, it's a New York, it's New York junior. And, but still it's the city. It's very much a city. It goes on and on and on for miles of skyscrapers. It had its own culture. It's had its own feel. One of the things you got to figure out is if you, I mean, figuratively speaking, if you randomly drop a person into a place in the city, can you tell what city it is? Mm. In New York, you can tell. In Chicago, you can tell. Very they have a very unique yeah. mass transit system. It's, you know, it's on the lake. It's, it's, it's very easy to tell. So my class three cities, these are still very, very, uh, very serious cities. Los Angeles, you got the entertainment industry, and of yeah. course, the beach. San Francisco Big time. is a very unique city. Seattle, very cool Washington, D.C., and you know, San Jose and Silicon Valley. But, but those, those are special, and I would highly endorse those cities. Up-and-coming cities, this is because we got, you said we've got, who's listening to the podcast? It's your ex-old students and his current students now. Right. So here's one thing for the young people. Right? These are cities where I would recommend you go, because I think good things are going to start happening. I'd say Nashville. Oh. Portland, which I think might be the coolest city in America. I hear great things. Never been. Denver. Very cool. Miami used to be a mess. I've traveled to roughly 50 countries wow. and, and 49 states, and only twice in my life was I scared. <laughs> Once was in Johannesburg, South Africa, mm. back in the 90s, and the other time was in downtown Miami in the 90s. It can be a rough place. And of all the other 49 countries, you know, no. You know, Not so I was much, in, yeah. you know, you know, in walking through Harlem and... Um, Uptown Chicago and everywhere else. Nothing, but Miami seems to be a very unique city and seems to be on the mend. There's some cities that used to be things are not anymore. Uh, New Orleans. Oh, I love New Orleans. Here's what New Orleans is. Your toilet backs up and explodes all over the kitchen, yeah. um, all over the bathroom. The water retreats, but nobody cleans it up. That's New Orleans, ah. right? So, <laughs> I, I, I hate to say it. I used to love New Orleans, but it's gone. Right, what used to make New Orleans great is gone, and there's other, you know, most of those northeastern cities, um, you know, Pittsburgh used to be something. It's uh, it's not, you know, it went down with uh, with Big Ben. Here's some overrated cities: Boston. Boston tries to be like in the class of New York. For a lot of our listeners are local. Here's the difference between New York and Boston. It's like Tulsa and Pryor. Wow. I've never been to Pryor. I don't know where Pryor is. It's but my there. guess is it doesn't compare to Tulsa very much the way Boston. Boston's got like four tall buildings. <laughs> New York has thousands of thousands tall buildings. Of thousands of tall buildings. And now uh, I, I, want, I need to say here, because yeah. a lot of our people, they live down in Texas, and you haven't said anything about these amazing cities that people come from, from Texas. And I'm afraid you're going to call one of them overrated. Well, they haven't made the list yet, have they? No. And it's funny you should say, because the next overrated city is Austin. Austin, Texas. Oh, boy. Okay. Now, everyone knows downtown Austin is cool. Yeah, I like right? it there. How far is that thing? Five blocks? Sixth Street? <laughs> what do you got? Five blocks of Sixth Street. Yeah. That's going to make you a cool city? Apparently so. The, what is the rest of it? 
residential, I suppose. Seven tall buildings and suburbs yeah. and yep. five blocks of 6th Street. They like to compare themselves to Denver. Denver has miles and miles and miles of cool parts of the town. Yeah. Plus, there's a feel to Denver, and there's a feel on those five blocks of Austin, and the feeling is this is overrated. <laughs> Atlanta, what is Atlanta even? It's an airport. Uh, it's an airport surrounded by eight million people with nothing to see. So most of Texas... Now, Texas is, I guess you'd have to say... The fourth hippest state. Fourth hippest. Yeah. And here's how we're going to measure this. A state would be cool if people thought they were cool because they'd wear the name of the state on the shirt. <laughs> right? Right. That would be like as a college fashion thing. So obviously the coolest state is Colorado. Right. Because when I'm sitting out there in class, every class, 150 people, you've got four Colorado shirts. Really? Colorado. You haven't noticed? I haven't seen that, no. Colorado drinking cups. You notice, right? Colorado school. You mean like cool. the flag? And the, the Colorado, Colorado flag. flag. Okay, the Colorado yeah. flag and the Col yeah, Colorado flag on the shirt. Some kind of Colorado deal. Gotcha. Because Colorado's cool. Gotcha. New York and California are cool. Truly. Lots of people would wear a shirt that says New York. I love New York. And that California bear is everywhere. Yeah. What's the fourth coolest city? Now, here's the thing about Texas. You see Texas shirts everywhere. Problem is, they're never worn by anyone who's not from Texas. I know that. So every Texan wears a Texas shirt, but nobody goes to Texas, gets a Texas <laughs> shirt, and then wears it at home thinking they're cool. They meant that. So maybe there's only three cool states, or maybe Texas is the fourth coolest state, but there's an opening to be a cool state because there's only three. And mm. someone ought to look into it, do a little marketing. I think we should do it. But here's we're the we're, fourth coolest. We're the fourth coolest state. That's pretty good. That's top 10%. Right? <laughs> I'll how you frame it. So, Velveeta cities. Velveeta cities. You know what Velveeta cheese is? Yes. You get a big block of cheese everywhere you slice it, it's the same. <laughs> okay. So, okay. we've got Velveeta cities. We got Houston, Dallas, Phoenix, San Antonio, Indianapolis, Columbus. These are mostly new cities. And the problem with new is the city gets its personality from what was there 100 years ago. That's why you're never going to beat New York and Chicago. Right. Right. Because they built it 100 years ago. And it's all the amazing architecture, the neighborhoods that have been around there for 100 years, which you got in Dallas. Now, don't get me wrong. Dallas is an amazing place. Young people are flocking there. But what you've got is 12 tall buildings, right? And 7 million people living in suburbs. Yeah, what's the difference? I mean, was, you, you could drop yourself, I could drop you in Dallas in 10,000 different spots and you wouldn't know where you were. <laughs> oh, a strip center. Oh, Chili's. <laughs> right? Like, you're not, you're not going to know you're in, I mean, sure, if you could look up and see that building with the green lights on it. Sure. But uh, it's Otherwise. not what we're talking about here. Right? Now we've got uh, redundant cities, cities you don't even need to have. So what's the point of having San Diego? It's, it's just an, it's another L.A. Yeah. It's beautiful, but we've already got one. Jacksonville, Florida is the Cleveland, Ohio of Florida. Oh. Right? Every city, every state has to have their bad city. Here's the shitty city list. And uh, topping that is Philadelphia. I thought it'd be Cleveland. Well, Cleveland isn't even good enough to be on the top of the shitty city list. Because then they would win something, which shouldn't happen. Never happens. So Philadelphia, I flew into Philadelphia to spend some time in Philadelphia for the first time in my life. It's a true story. I'm not trying to be annoying. I'm sitting on the plane... And people are like snapping at each other. The, I'm, I'm on the tarmac. And, the, and so I'm walking through the airport to get my Uber. 
and I'm, I'm, in, I'm in Philadelphia, and I'm, you know, more stuff going on in the lounge there. I Google on my phone, angriest cities in America, because everybody seems angrier. Bam, Philadelphia. <laughs> First of all, who knew someone studied it? Right. Who knew I'd be there for 10 minutes and have that pop into my head, and sure enough, bam, it was Philadelphia. And as you say, Cleveland, Ohio was second, and boy, what a horrendous city. <laughs> and we can talk about this for a minute, but let, let's get the list out, then we'll talk about them. El Paso, Texas, Detroit, Memphis, Baltimore and Kansas City. These are horrible cities. And the thing that's happening in America is we are becoming a country of haves and have-nots. Okay, tell me about that. Of winners and losers. So young people like yourself, the most ambitious, the hardest working, the smartest, the best looking, are all going to go to the same places and these other cities are going to die. So people who are from Detroit, don't you have some sort of Detroit thing? Yeah. Yeah. So people, like, they, they, oh, this is great. The lake is great. That neighborhood's wonderful. This is good. Nobody's going to Detroit. I don't care. You put gold down there. You know, whatever you do. The problem is, why? no matter what you have in Detroit, if I'm 22 years old, why wouldn't I go to Denver or Nashville? And the answer is, there's nothing can line the street in naked ladies. <laughs> Nobody is going to Detroit. Fair enough. And, you know, and, and it's, it's sad. I'm not trying to beat up Detroit, but you, can't, sa- Detroit. you can't save these places because it costs money to save it. And then you have these other places where people are pouring in college-educated, you know, think about it. College-educated kids pouring into Denver and Austin, yeah. right? No kids, not using the schools, Right, probably taking Uber a lot. Right, sure. they're sucking up no public, you, you know, uh, nothing you have to spend money on. Right, and paying tons of taxes because they have a high salary. Meanwhile, in Detroit, all the smart people are leaving, doing the opposite to your tax base. You can't. I'm not trying to be mean. You know, my job is just to report the unemotional facts, and the facts are these cities are going to get worse and worse every every year. Okay, well, there's a few cities that I was thinking about that I thought surely you're going to put somewhere, but you didn't say it. So what about like Las Vegas. That's not a city. Right? That's <laughs> not a city. That, that's like one giant, that's like a casino on the map is what that is, right? But it's not, you, nobody would want, it, it, people have to live there. Yeah. But nobody wants to live there. You someone's just live there for the job. Someone's got to service the machines in there, right. right? Okay, and then this one hits close to home, Oklahoma City. Yeah, is, now let's be honest. I know there's a lot of people from there listening. Is it big enough to be a city? Is it big enough to be a city? Yeah, it's like a town. A town, but it's, I mean, honestly, I think it's like Dallas. I mean, if you cut it up, where it's Velveeta, geez, it is the Velveeta. Yeah, it is Velveeta. Here's the thing another thing that I was noticing about cities most people punch up one weight class. So if you grow up in Ponca City, you're going to Oklahoma City. You grow up in Oklahoma City, you're going to Dallas. Yeah. You grow up in Dallas, you're staying in Dallas because Texas is great. But if you grow up in Kansas City, you're going to Chicago. That's right. Right? If you grew up in Chicago, you go to New York. So every, and if you grew up in New York, you go overseas and work for an NGO. There you or go. in a foreign <laughs> finance thing, right? But everybody goes up one in t- ambitious, intelligent, good-looking college students are all going up one or two levels, which is going to further leave, put me down for the future of Ponca City looks bleak. Yeah, because all the good people are leaving. Well, I mean, not all of them. Well, but sure, sure. Nobody new is moving there, and lot, and some of your some of 
best looking people are leaving. Yes. Trying the, to be nice now at the end. I was going to say the why. one time we don't do generalizations. Well, <laughs> if, you know, if someone from Ponca City is going to pop a cap in my ass. They might. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Louisville, Kentucky. Yeah, no, I don't even know. Where, is that Kentucky? It's in Kentucky. Can you have a city in Kentucky? I think it's just fried chicken. When I was growing up, I was afraid to go to Kentucky. It seemed like a lawless country well, it still might be. to me. Yeah. I've never been. Yeah. Okay, this is where my dad was born, Omaha, Nebraska. I've never been. Never been. I figure it's like Muskogee. Very well. Have could you be. been? Never been. But your dad was born there. My He's mom was there. born in Nebraska. No offense, but you can't have a city in Nebraska. I was in, I was driving across Nebraska once, and I stopped at this lake, and it was like a dammed up lake. Yeah. With trucked in sand. And some chatty Nebraskan comes, where are you from? I said, I'm from Oklahoma. He goes, this is the most beautiful lake on planet Earth. <laughs> beach. No, he said beach. How the most beautiful beach, beach in on planet Earth. And that's the problem with making fun of people's cities. Like, what? how many beaches has that guy seen? Uh, you know, that's Four. No, I was going to say. Right? He's <laughs> never been to a coast. He's never been to the ocean. He hasn't been to the Mediterranean. And the reason people get upset so really... We had this kid last semester who said, all I like to do is piss people off. Yeah. And he thinks because I made fun of all these cities that my goal is to piss people off. My goal, and I think you know, which is why you're in this racket with me, is to cause people to look at what is true. Mm -hmm. And the truth is, you know, I'm not saying I got it exactly right, but the truth is we're going to get cities that win and cities that lose, and this is the future of America. And if you're young, you should think about getting yourself to one of those cities that's going to win. I like that idea. Get online, do your research. But for just ideas, my name's Andy, and that was Andy.